What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Bros Talking, the weekly show where two brothers, we get together and we talk about whatever the heck we want to talk about. As always, my name is Ethan. I'm joined by my brother, Nick. What's going on? What's up, man? How's how's your day going so far? Pretty good. Been pretty lazy. Uh, had some Taco Bell breakfast, treated myself. I don't normally have that that often. Hell yeah. I made myself one of our famous uh, egg and cheese on a bagel with some cream cheese. Mm, throw a little didn't, sausage on there it's, it's premiere didn't have bacon or sausage so it was just egg and cheese there you go but it was a it was a good time i enjoyed it immensely it was the first one i made since like 2016 probably <laughs> I now dumbing. i know i know you don't eat fast food anymore but what would you say how would you rank the best fast food breakfasts <laughs> fast food breakfasts uh number one consistently is mcdonald's Okay. Number two might have to go to Taco Bell because I love their crunch wrap, their breakfast crunch yep. wraps. <clears throat> That's what I had uh, this morning. Like all Dunkins is always solid, but you know, you get those Dunkins that just don't make food right sometimes and they are they're they're not great. So I feel like it, it varies on Dunkin' to Dunkin', like which one you go to. That's fair. Um add Burger King's hash browns, they're kind of like Dunkin's, like they're smaller and they kind of like a pack of six. Those are really good. And their croissants are really good. So uh, I'd probably put them at number five. Is that what I had? McDonald's, Taco Bell. No, four. So McDonald's, Taco Bell, uh, Dunkin and, and Burger King. OK, I like it. Thanks. I would also have to go with McDonald's number one. The, All right, guys, the that's sauce. our episode for today. The, the, yeah, <laughs> the sausage burritos from Dunkin never miss. Same with the hash. I'm uh, not Dunkin. Uh, McDonald's. They never miss. Same with yeah. the hash browns. <clears throat> their and their biscuits are just phenomenal. They're yeah. so good. I have, I have yet to try the uh, the new chicken biscuit. I have not tried that either. And uh, update: it has been one week since I wrote fast food out of my life, and I have not had it since. So, oh me. Thanks. It's been one week since you quit fast food, and I've had fast food probably three times since then. So hell yeah. Well, I was so having, I'm, limiting, I'm, I'm limiting it, but I was going to Dunks every single morning. Like I was going to Dunks, spending about like eight sixty every single morning on a coffee, a donut, and a sandwich. I think it, the total always came out to eight sixty five. Mine's always whenever I go to Dunks, it's always seven oh seven. Sausage, egg, and cheese on a croissant, and two orders of hash browns. Nice. No coffee for you. You're not a coffee drinker. Not a coffee guy. I mean, I guess that's all right. I'm drinking coffee right now. Sitting here recording early in the morning or early or afternoon, I guess. Earliest we've recorded ever because we, we both have off days today. Yep. Well, I, I took a I took a personal day. It's it's leading outside here and I'm not not in like driving to work. So sunny New Hampshire, not having some good weather. Nah, dude. Got like two inches of snow, bunch of sleet. It's supposed to stop sleeting and then start again at like six and then just not stop until tomorrow. So it's going to be it's going to be a good time. Sounds ideal. A little bit of housekeeping for everybody. You can catch a show every single Thursday. If you want to send us some topics to talk about, hit us up on Twitter or just follow us on Twitter at bros underscore talking and shoot us an email at bros talking pod at gmail.com. And I will list those in the show description as always for the big topic today, Nick. I think since it is the day we are going to talk about we're talking about sports deadline. today so if you don't like sports stay tuned and like sports <laughs> if you don't like sports pause it pause this episode go like sports and then come back and listen 
go watch the history of sports. Go just read, just read about yep. it. Yeah, yeah. Just read about the history of basketball, the history of baseball. Those are the two ones we're going to be talking about today. So yeah. just maybe watch a couple games to understand the rules. You know, there's a couple different but, sports. Sports have uh, different rules, so you'll have to follow a couple different kinds of sports. Just a heads up. Yeah, I mean, it could be a little confusing, but I feel like most our listeners are smart. You guys, you, you they listen to us, so they have to be smart. You know. I mean, yeah, yeah. So we only have the uh, smartest followers. Exactly. Exactly. So we're going to be talking about the NBA trade deadline. Maybe there'll be some awesome breaking news while we're recording and we can talk about that. But as of right now, nothing going on at 1144 a.m. Eastern time uh, during the NBA trade deadline. Uh, I would love to break some trade news. That would be dope, right? And then people will be like, whoa, remember the time the Anander brothers broke that LeBron James was traded to the Miami Heat again for Jimmy Butler and everybody else? Yeah, that'll that'll happen. But Nick, give me a serious serious prediction. What do you think happens today? Okay, so if I were to predict, I would say, well, we already had Clint Capella. He was the big name on the market. He already got moved to Atlanta. <clears throat> Clint Capella um, was a big name, and so was Rocco, and Rocco went to uh, Houston. So he went to Houston in the same deal for Capella, a three team yep. deal. Um, right now. I know they're finalizing a deal to send Andre Iguodala to Miami. Justice Winslow would go to Memphis. And I think they're adding the Thunder in there and Danilo Gallinari to go to Miami. I'm not really sure what uh, Oklahoma City would get with the deal. I believe it would be draft compensation. But, uh, but yeah, so that's the deal that's on the market right now. I'm not really sure what else is that. I know Detroit is looking to move Andre Drummond. Uh, Derek Rose's name has been thrown out there, but I also heard Derek Rose wants to re-sign with Detroit, which would be interesting. Yeah, I've heard that uh, Rose is about he wants to stay in in Detroit, which I don't think Detroit wants to keep Derek Rose. Yeah, I mean, he's I mean he's doing well. He's definitely having a resurgence, continuing his resurgence from last year when he was in Minnesota, and then this year he's kind of been been one of the stars in Detroit him and uh, him and Drummond were leading the way and he can now Derek Rose gets to participate in the uh, all-star skills challenge which will be fun I didn't know that that's kind of that's kind of dope that Rose is gonna be there yep um <clears throat> so my big prediction and this might be a pretty safe bet is that D'Lo stays in Golden State yeah I'd say so too I don't I don't think he's going anywhere. I don't the Knicks don't have enough assets. I know they're really trying to get him, but I guess the offer that they made was laughable. Um, I don't think Minnesota is uh, ready yet, and it might be more of an off-season move where after they get their draft picks solidified, which it might be top. I don't know how you feel. You being a Timberwolves fan, would you rather them keep a top five pick or trade it for D'Lo? So that's the problem, I think, right now, is I would rather trade the... Um... 2021 unprotected pick just because I know that their pick is going to be probably top six to seven ish. They're going to be, they're going to have a top, most likely a top five pick. And I don't think that is worth trading for D'Lo. Um, I would rather trade the 2021 un- unprotected pick to get D'Lo and keep that first round pick for this year to see who they can get in the draft. But the other thing is, Cat is not happy and everybody knows it and he's being kind of annoying about it. He's being really, really dramatic and it's kind of seems like he does not 
want to be in Minnesota at the moment, which sucks because he's the franchise player, but they need someone to, they need to acquire someone like D'Lo because they're like best friends to come to Minnesota to play with him because he's just not happy at the moment. Well, losing 13 in a row is not very ideal when it comes to playing basketball in the NBA. No, it's not. And I mean, he's not making it any better because he just all of a sudden forgot how to play defense. Yeah, he's, he doesn't protect the paint at all. And he's become his role on the team has become a spot up shooter. Like he just takes threes. That's yeah, all he does. He doesn't play in the paint anymore. He, he's been historically bad on defense while being historically good on offense. So, I mean, yeah, he's putting up. I think it was um, Kendrick Perkins that called them. I forget what he called them. Um, something numbers where he's putting up 25 and 13, but they've lost. They've only won 15 games this year. They've, yep. they've, they've lost close to the 30 ish games, I think, or above 30 games. I don't know exactly what the record is, but yeah, I think they need to get somebody, and it might not be now because <clears throat> uh, he was friends with Covington and he liked Covington. Yep. They traded Covington away. On the flip side, it was really good that they traded Covington now when his uh, value was as high as it is because if they yeah. waited to the offseason, he wouldn't have, they wouldn't have gotten what they got for him. And they didn't get much. They got Malik, Be- Be- uh, Malik Beasley, who could be good, but I he's like also Malik expired. Beasley. I, I think that was my favorite part of the trade for Timberwolves because <clears throat> Evan, Evan Turner is kind of blah. He's been, I think this is his third team this year. So, I mean, he's nothing nothing great. I mean, as the number two pick a, bun- oh, a bunch of years ago, he's kind of dwindled down, and now it seems like a little bit of an overpick. I remember he, when he was on the Celtics, he was just kind of a role player that more so played a role in Isaiah Thomas becoming the, the player that he is today. So I, I, I'd be more excited about Malik Beasley if I were you than Evan Turner. Uh, I'm not excited about Evan Turner at all, but uh, they're both expiring, which means that the Wolves will have more uh, cap space than they do now, which would be cool because then they could sign a decent free agent in this offseason. I mean, this oh. offseason doesn't really have that many great free agents. Breaking news. Memphis has traded forward Jay Crowder to Miami as part of the Andre Iguodala deal. Hey, we got some breaking news. Breaking news. Um, okay. Like that'll, that'll make Miami better. Crowder's uh, good. Jay, Jay Crowder's good. He's um, a good defensive player. He's, his offense is, is not as good as it was when he was under Brad Stevens' system in uh, Boston, and it kind of showed when he went to Cleveland and then Utah. But he's still... He's still a good role player. He'll come off the bench and give you some solid minutes, but that's pretty good. And with Memphis getting Justice Winslow in the Miami deal, Jake Crowder was pretty expendable. So, nice. Yep. Breaking news. So, I breaking like news. There it is. We, we, we got it. it. We did All it, right, boys. see you guys next week. Yeah, seriously. Um, that trade's interesting to me uh, because fuck Andre Godala. <laughs> did you see him do his interview last night? No, I didn't watch. I saw it. it was on Reddit, but I didn't watch it. it. It was okay. I mean, I get what he's saying. I get what he's doing. He didn't want to play there, but he wanted he wanted to be in control of his contract and all that. But I, I hate. I I don't hate players like sitting out and waiting for their their moment. But I don't. I don't know. I wasn't a fan of this one just because yeah. he had a young team that he could have been a leader of, and instead he kind of just he could have could yeah could have been a, a teacher to John Morant, but decided John to be... Morant Triple J. Uh, Dylan Brooks, who just signed another contract. Um, they got Tyus Jones. There's a lot of young kids on on Memphis, and I, I really like, really interested to see where they go, especially now that they have justice. 
Yeah. Right now, <clears throat> they were projected to be a pretty bad team. They're in the eighth spot right now. They're above 500. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. <clears throat> I'd like to see the, the Grizzlies make the playoffs. That'd be, gets, that'd be pretty cool. They, be they get stomped that. by the Lakers, Clippers, or Rockets. But Yep. But yeah, so so far, those are the really only big trades I've seen. And right now, the rumors are kind of dying down with, with the trade deadline being three hours away. Yeah. You know, the, uh, the Rockets are going to try to find a center because right now, P.J. Tucker is going to be their starting center. And Dude, that's crazy. Yeah. That, that The tallest player on their team is Rocco. Like, yeah. That's, what that's is, insane that Covington, Robert Covington is the tallest player on their team right now. He's 6'6", six, six, right? Or 6'7"? Six, yeah, 6'. I think he's around there, yeah. Yeah. And watching him these past couple of years, he's been put at the power forward spot in Minnesota a lot, and he can't handle it because he's not a big guy. No, he's, 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 def- a three. he's definitely a three guard. He's a three guard that, that can play defense on the on the perimeter, and he can shoot threes. And he's been put on the power forward spot a lot this year and just hasn't looked good so hopefully hopefully the Rockets can get someone because I really like Covington I know I didn't really like him a lot when he was in Philly Philly. but um yeah I I like Covington I hope that he succeeds except I just don't like the Rockets so no no I wouldn't mind seeing the Rockets uh blow up and finish in the seventh seed and then lose in the first round I wouldn't mind seeing that Jay although James Harden averaging 40 points would be hilarious yeah so yeah, so that's the oh, NBA man. trade deadline. Uh, man, with th- um, this is a beat reporter for the NBA. With three hours to go and lots of hurdles to still jump, I'm hearing D'Angelo Russell to the Knicks is a very real possibility. To the Knicks, you said? Yeah, dude, I would much rather D'Lo stay with the Warriors and play with the Warriors throughout the rest of his contract than go play in New York for the Knicks. I don't know, man. That- that's just that might just be Knicks fans talking because I don't know. Remember last year, it was guaranteed that the Knicks were going to have Zion, KD, and Kyrie, like almost yeah. guaranteed. So I, I don't believe that. And until it happens, I don't believe it. But other again, what assets do they have that they're willing to give up that will be a good deal for Golden State? Because right yeah, now Golden think... State's in, in, Golden State's in the driver's seat. They're think... going to have a they're going to have a top pick next year. They're going to have Curry. They're going to have Thompson. They're going to have Green. They're all going to be healthy next year, fully healthy. And if they had D'Lo, I mean, that's a solid squad with 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 possibly a top three pick coming out of this draft, which the draft is very top heavy. I don't know why they'd get rid of them to the Knicks if they don't have a good package coming back. And yeah. right now, I don't think the Knicks have a good package. Unless they send their, their first-round pick, too, and then the Warriors would have two first-round picks, two early first-round picks. Yeah, maybe. Um. But I think the Timberwolves need to make a move because they don't have a point guard at the moment. Yep. Um, but I've been hearing and hearing, I've been reading a bunch of rumors that they're they're going after a point guard, but it's not gonna be the answer. Like they're they were looking at DSJ, which please no. And they were also yeah. looking at uh Emmanuel Moutier, which I'd be okay with, but Moutier is kind of garbo. So mm-hmm. boom, I don't know. They need they need someone to run the point because that's why Cat hasn't had success in the paint because he's been coming off the ball a lot going going for threes because they don't have a shooter and they don't they like I don't know. They need they needed someone to facilitate the ball better than than what they have had all season. You think you said Wiggins would run point if they don't uh they don't get one? Yeah. Uh it would be likely that it would be Wiggins or Culver that would run the point. Culver would be interesting. Culver's 
good. He needs to develop more, but I think he could be a he could definitely be a solid um, role player, like a starter. He could be a solid starter in the league, but he's one super young and two doesn't really play well in the at the NBA level right now. But he's he's he could be he could be really good. And I would like to see him develop more. What about Okogi starting to play? Which Okogi? No, he's only really good on defense. I don't know. He's not a great offensive guy. He doesn't really. I, I feel like he's run the point a couple of times, and it just doesn't work out. He's definitely more of a defensive centric guy. He's more like a Pat Beverly, and you don't really see Pbev. I personally love Pat Beverly. No, I know, but you don't see him like running the point on an offensive side. He's he's definitely known for his his defense. But he can still shoot the three, and run. I think he can run the point too. So I think Okogi would actually be a better option to run point than Wiggins. That's just my opinion. Uh, more news on the Memphis <laughs> Miami deal. There's a lot of players going back and forth. Uh, Miami has traded Dion Waiters to Memphis. Deion Waiters went where? Memphis. Oh boy. He might get bought out. I wouldn't be surprised. He's too high. But yeah, we'll, keep you, uh, we'll keep you guys updated on the NBA trade deadline as it happens, even though when you're listening to this, the NBA trade deadline has already passed. Um, but there was a, a pretty big, and I would call this a blockbuster trade in the MLB. And Nick, you being a Yankees fan living in Boston... Uh, and you said you were out in Boston surrounded by Red Sox fans when Mookie Betts was traded to the Dodgers. How did that How did that sit with Red Sox fans me, and with you? Let me tell you, I haven't had a good chuckle, a good hearty belly laugh like that in a long time. When, when, I heard, when I was sitting in my office and I got the update on my phone that Mookie Betts was traded to the Los Angeles Dodgers, I started laughing. I walked over to the other offices where all the other fans were, and they were all yelling and upset and trying to find out who was involved in the deal. And the fact that the Red Sox, the Boston Red Sox, who are two years off, uh, two years from winning a championship, traded possibly the second best player in the entire MLB just to make sure that they got under the luxury tax is just so laughable. Like, I understand where they were going. The Mook, They were off $100 million on the contract extension with Mookie, and he had one year left on the deal and all that. But the fact that they traded away what would have been probably the best statistical player for the, for the Red Sox franchise, the entire franchise, and the history of the franchise, you got Ted Williams, Carlos Stremski, David Ortiz, Manny Ramirez, all those great players that are known for being Red Sox. They traded away what could have been the best Red Sox of all time, and yeah, for um, for, for a minor league center fielder, and just to get under the cap, a year there, and is a half no, there is no cap, just just to stop paying the luxury tax. Yeah, a year and a half removed from winning the 2018 AL MVP. Yep, also winning the World Series in 2018. Mookie Betts is probably, I think, he's the second best outfielder in the MLB behind Mike Trout. Uh, from a offensive and defensive standpoint, there he's he's just a fantastic, a fantastic player, and he was definitely the franchise for the Red Sox. And I know that he said he wanted to test free agency, but the Red Sox probably had the cap space or the 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 money to sign, re-sign him to a, a large contract. He just wanted to test free agency to see what his value was. But I think it's it's ridiculous that they settled for. A pitcher who throws 100 miles an hour from the Twins and then uh, Vertigo from 
the Dodgers. I don't know what position he even plays. Center field. He plays center field. And yeah. it's not like they got Jock Peterson. It's not like they got a well-known name. I don't even know who Alex Vertigo is. <laughs> no, he, I'm supposed, supposedly, I was reading about him a little bit. He's he's gonna He was like one of the top prospects for the Dodgers. So he's good. But also, he might not be ready for opening day. He'll have to start out in the minors. So, I mean, I don't know. They traded Mookie Betts. They're a leadoff hitter. He as when when the Yankees were playing the Red Sox, Mookie Betts and JD Martinez were the only two players that I was legitimately terrified of each at bat. No matter who was pitching, no matter what was going on in the game, I was always scared of Mookie Betts. And he was the leadoff hitter. He was he was always on base, always getting hits, and in playing in the field too. He's one of the best defensive right fielders in the entire game. Got a cannon. His his uh, won the Gold Glove the past few years. So I mean. It's amazing. It's amazing that they did that just so they don't have to pay the luxury tax. It's honestly ridiculous, and I, I understand wholeheartedly why uh, Red Sox fans are upset because it's just a bad trade. It is just not. It's good. not. And and I, I have some Red Sox uh, fans that are obviously friends of mine that are trying to make the best of the situation, and they're talking, "Oh, it's a great deal because we didn't want to have to pay Mookie for twelve years." And I understand that twelve-year contracts are ridiculous. Look at Bryce Harper, Manny Machado. Those contracts are a little ridiculous, but I mean, when he's putting up numbers like that year in, year out, they're worth it. You'd rather pay for 10 good years and have to settle for the last two years of him being mediocre because there's championships in that contract somewhere. You, yeah. you, got, you, know, you know that paying Mookie Betts would bring you back a championship at some point at or least, another. He's, he's 27 years old. He's right entering. I feel like he's entering or he's right in the middle of his prime. So he's going to be good for the next four to five years, and then that could be another two at, to three championships for the Red Sox. Le- at least the four to five years. I'm, yeah. I was, I would guess that he'd be good for eight years. Even if he stays in the American League and he, his his def- defense falls off, I'm sure his bat will still be good. So right. he could, he would, he could be DH. But now he's, he's most likely. I feel like the Dodgers are willing to spend the money to get him to stay. So I feel like he might sign an extension with the Dodgers, which really, really sucks. Being a fan of the National League because the Dodgers are now just favorites to win the National League pennant for the next probably six years. Uh, well, definitely at least this year. This year and next year. Well, I mean, their their offense, their lineup is just terrifying. Tara, Justin Turner, uh, Kyle, Corey Seager, Mookie Betts, um, Max Muncy, Cody Bellinger. I forgot about Bellinger. The reigning NL, the reigning NL MVP. <laughs> Uh, dude, it's and then they're pitching with Walker Bueller, Kershaw. It's just unbelievable. They did trade Kenta Maeda to the Twins, but Maeda's and, and not they that lost, great. Uh, and they lost they Ryu. lost uh, Ryu to he went to the Blue Jays. So I mean, they're they're still. I I still think they're the favorites, but I mean they're not. They're different than last year, so it'll they'll take some time. But I think I think they got it. They they got the NL locked up. I'm seeing this uh, be compared to the the Babe Ruth trade <laughs> that it's going to come back and just haunt the Red Sox forever, and I really, really fucking hope that happens because it was a terrible, terrible trade. Oh yeah, I I hope the Red Sox finish in fourth place this year, right right above the Orioles, and uh, behind the Blue Jays, Rays, and Yankees, and I hope it stays I, like that. I could see the Blue Jays potentially uh, winning the wild card or winning a spot no, I, in the wild card. I think that belongs to the Rays. The Rays well, like, good. what if it's both of them? <laughs> what if it's both Fair. the Rays and the Blue Jays? Fair. I, 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 I like there'll, be, I, there'll be an ALS all West team in there. Yeah, probably. I could see the Blue Jays being sneaky, though. Oh, yeah. And I hope oh. the Angels got Jock Peterson. Yep. And they, they got a couple starting pitches. I know they got Julio Tehran. 
and they got somebody else. I I want the Angels to win the the AL West or the A's. I really hope the Astros don't do anything this year. The Astros they're going the, to, but I really the Astros missing the playoffs would be hilarious. Would would be just icing on the cake for for their terrible terrible offseason that they had. Icing on the cake, and then I'm going to smash that cake into my face and eat it because that would be so much fun. Just seeing the Astros That'd be miss, awesome. Um, that's what I want. Uh, speaking of the Astros real quick, uh, Pete Rose brought up that he wants to be reinstated because yep. it's ridiculous that the Astros players are allowed to do what they did. And the steroid era is allowed. Players were allowed to do what they did. And they still get recognized for hall on hall of fame ballots, like Roger Clemens and Barry Bonds and stuff. Uh, what are your opinions on Pete Rose asking to be reinstated? If there's a petition I can sign to get Pete Rose reinstated, my name will be on that list. Dude, I think I- he, he he deserves. He bet on himself, not like he was betting against himself and threw the game. It's, it's not like himself. it's not like he was a part of the the Chicago Black Sox where they were throwing the game intentionally so they could win money. He was betting on his team that he was managing to win because he was just so confident right. in them. Like I don't I don't understand. Like I get that you're not allowed to gamble on on baseball. Like I think that's probably been a rule since the Black Sox. I would assume, um, but. It's just ridiculous that he's been a lifetime banned from from ever being considered for the Hall of Fame because he bet on his own greatest team. hitter, the greatest hitter of all time, and without a doubt, and it's just, it's just ridiculous. He has he has what over four thousand hits, right? Yep, mm-hmm. I think so, forty one hundred something. Fucking ridiculous that he's not even allowed to to be in the Hall of Fame. Oh man, yep. hashtag let Pete in. Is that our hashtag of the week? I, that is our hashtag of the week. Hashtag let Pete in. I like it. All right, I'm going to tweet it right now. I will also tweet it right now, and that's our hashtag of the week. So everybody who's listening, go out. Even if you don't like sports, just hashtag let let Pete win in. Sorry, not let Pete win, but boom, tweet it. I'm going to also add the MLB. I didn't add MLB, but they'll see it and they'll let him in because he tweeted it. Yep, absolutely. Uh, Jonas has both tweeted this morning. I don't know if you saw my retweet. I didn't Wait. see. I saw you tweeted it. I didn't. I didn't watch the video yet. Dude, it got me hyped. Like I could have just fucking ran a marathon after that. I want him. It's... I want him to come back, and I want him to hit fifty-two home runs like he said he was going to. Is he back this year? Like no, he's like for sure. he's going to make it. He's going to play at some point this year. I don't know if he'll be ready for opening day. I'm assuming not. I would assume to see him back somewhere around June. Um, but I don't know if he'll be playing with the Mets because the Mets were actively shopping him this offseason. They were, they were, they were taking off. They were going to take offers if someone was interested in you on assessment. I wonder what the interest level in Cespedes is like. Probably not high, but I bet if he comes back May or June and hits 13 to 20 home runs in that short span before the deadline, I bet they can get something big for him. Or not big, but decent for him. For a team that's contending, unless the Mets are contending and they need him, then fucking keep him by all means, because I'm sure yeah. there'll be more than one Met who is injured by that time. Oh yeah, well the Yankees already have the injury bug for 2020. I'm really uh, glad that the Mets gave them the Yankees the injury bug. It used to be the Mets who every single player was hurt at, uh, at one time, and now it seems like it's the Yankees. Yep, uh, James Paxton already had uh, spinal surgery. He's out for three months. Oh, good. Good, good, good. Yep. Uh, speaking of the Yankees, did you see uh, Aaron Boone correctly predicted the score of the Super Bowl? I did not. That's cool. Yep. He he said uh, he tweeted like probably like four hours before the game. He's like, for what for what it's worth, thirty one twenty KC over San Francisco. Hmm. 
Go Aaron Boone. I wonder if he won money on that. <laughs> I don't know. Hopefully, but he definitely got a lot of uh, a lot of people saying, "All right, now predict the Yankees winning the World Series." Yeah, yeah. What were your thoughts on the Super Bowl? It was good. Uh, I'm I'm glad Casey won. I'm really happy for Andy Reid, probably the most. Big time happy for Andy. Um, Reed. I I enjoyed it. It was it was a good game. I gave up on the uh, the Chiefs as soon as Mahomes threw a second interception, and that was See, I, don't, I, counted, I don't know. I counted him out. See, I don't know if you can give up on the Chiefs just because of that guy that's behind behind center with Patrick Mahomes. I mean, down twenty four nothing in Houston, they came back and won. They were down two touchdowns to Tennessee, they came back and won. They were down ten. The fourth quarter, they came back and won. So that's three comebacks in the playoffs, and unbelievable. So yeah, I still think Damian Williams should have won Super Bowl MVP, but I'll I'll be okay with Patrick Mahomes. It's always gonna go to the quarterback. Like I, f- I really? feel like I've most of the, most of the time, like I feel like eighty percent of the time it goes to the quarterback. Yeah, for the for the most part. If um, if the Niners have won, it would have gone to Nick Bosa. But I really really would have wanted it to go to Debo. But I don't think it would have gone to Debo Samuel. It definitely would have gone to Nick Bosa for his one sack. Right. Well, what were we, um, what were your thoughts on the commercials? Uh, better than the past couple of years. I thought they were pretty so, great. So we we tweeted last week, save the commercials for Sunday, and for the most part, a lot of the commercials were saved for Sunday. Uh, yeah, we tweeted. They listened, so we we did we it did. again. Chalk Zone's coming back, and they saved the commercials for Sunday. So now that it's next week, when we talk about this again, I'm sure Pete Rose will be inducted into the Hall of Fame on the spot. Yeah. So he'd be in the same class good, as Derek Jeter. Two yep, great headers. It's going to be a good time. Um, but no, I, I really enjoyed the commercials. Uh, my favorite was probably the Jason Momoa commercial. Jason Jason Momoa was really solid. That was um, probably the the hardest I laughed. That's because I was not ready for it. I yeah, I enjoyed I most even, of them. I don't even remember what it was a commercial for. I don't either, but it was just hilarious. <laughs> yep. That's that's marketing for you. Yep. We're talking about uh, your commercial, we don't know what product you sell. That one was good. The Bill Murray Groundhog's Day was good. Bill uh, Murray Groundhog Day was really good. That was a commercial for Jeep, I think. It was a commercial for Jeep. I've seen it. I've seen it several times since then. So, I I I don't know if I like it better when the Super Bowl commercials play on the Super Bowl and that's it, or if they play on the Super Bowl and then play for a couple of days afterwards because I like to see them again. But some like I haven't seen the Jason Momoa one yet again. I've seen. The only two ones I've seen from the Super Bowl are, or three, I guess, are the uh, Smart Pack, um, the Bill Murray, and the um, uh, new Jake from State Farm. I haven't. I've only seen the Smart Pack, which I don't really like. I didn't really like it the first time I saw it. it was really? Like, oh, like, that's, that's kind of funny. I don't know. Living in Boston, just when they um, when they over accentuate the accent and just. I, I think I'm, it sounds like John Krasinski talks like that all the time. Like the way he does that accent. Like it sounds Chris like Evans, that's his Chris Evans definitely doesn't. No, but it, like Chris Evans does it really well. But I think John Krasinski, if he, if I had a conversation with him and he had a Boston accent, I'd be like, oh, this is normal. Like that's how he yeah, talks. That's, that's fair. Ooh, phone call. Yep, I ignored it. Um, but I don't know who the girl is. The woman is in that commercial. But I, she I do. I, sucks I, I, at the Boston yeah. accent. <laughs> I forget her name, but I've seen her on uh, Billy on the Street. She she sounds like me when I try to do it. Like I could have probably done a better job than she did. Smart pack. Smart pack. Yeah, uh, let's check in with the uh, the NBA trade deadline and see what's going on. So I actually I actually just saw an update that the Heat and Danilo Gallinari, Danilo Gallinari were unable to 
um, come to terms on a contract extension. So the three team deal might be out. Yep. Uh, what was just treated or tweeted? Uh, Miami has agreed to trade Justice Winslow, Deion Waiters, and James Johnson in Memphis for Andre Iguodala, Solomon Hill, and Jay Crowder. No picks in the deal. So Danilo Gallinari is not a part of that deal. Gotcha. So that's finalized, which I still think either Dion or James Johnson gets bought out by Memphis because I don't think yeah, they oh, yeah. I, I would say Dion more than James Johnson. James Johnson could provide that somewhat leadership off the bench, kind of like, um, kind of like Iguodala could have done. Yeah, you don't think Dion Waiters can be a leader? <laughs> Not particularly. Dion no. Waiters is garbage, dude. Uh, there's yeah, also gets on, a, gets on the court and just demands the ball. Yeah, there's also a tweet from someone named Isola. I don't know if he's a prominent beat writer. But Nick's trying to land Kyle Kuzma in a deal that would include Marcus Morris, D'Angelo yep. Russell. D'Angelo Russell, who was a tidy minus 48 versus Brooklyn last night, also remains a target. A tidy minus 48. Jesus. He right. went 0 for, 0 for 8 or 0 for 9 from 3 yesterday in Brooklyn. Sheesh. In his return to Brooklyn, when I he I'm sure wanted to drop like 50 or 40. Like, yeah. I'm sure that's why he were, took so many threes. Yeah, a lot of fans were chanting for him, like thanking him for what they did for what he did last year. But dude, they showed a, a video of that on I feel like it was Twitter. And they showed like the players like coming off the court when they were being subbed in and out, and they all have the same hair. They all have Delo's hair. The the Warriors? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like Lee has it. Um obviously Delo has it. Who else has it on There's the one more. Um I don't know who it was. I didn't know. I, I can probably find it in a second, but I didn't know who it was. All right. I know, I saw, I saw the, yeah. Whoever number three is. Oh, uh, Poole? Lee. Poole? Oh, Jordan Poole? Yeah, they all have the same hair, and they all wear headbands. They all look exactly the same. Like, if, you, if you're just watching the game from afar, they probably all look exactly the same. Yeah, well, I, I, that's what happened. Was I was watching the game not too long ago, and I was like, oh, I didn't know D'Lo was wearing number three this year. Turns <laughs> right. Out, turns out that was Lee because he was he was draining three, so I was like, oh, but he shot different, so I was like, oh, they worked on his shot too, but nope, had to put my glasses on because that's Lee, sure is in uh, Russell. But I did see that the Lakers are trying real hard to get Marcus Morris, so I wonder if that deal gets done, especially if Why? Kuzma's name's involved. I I don't know. It's the Lakers, man. Marcus, Marcus Morris is an asshole. Is yeah, which would put him. I, I loved him in Boston. Like I thought his attitude was perfect for the Celtics. Uh, and I fa- in fact I miss him this year, but he he's good on the three ball. He's 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 like he's basically the Knicks offense this year. Yeah. Who's in New York would be interesting. I feel like he fits perfectly in that New York setting. Eh, kind of. I I think he's still a little overrated. I actually think he's been so highly touted as overrated that he's a little underrated. <laughs> I think he's a lot. I think he's a lot better than people are giving him credit for. That's fair. I'd like to see him go. In fact, I don't want him to go to New York because that's another big market. I'd like to see him go to a smaller market and see how he would do there. I I kind of wish he was involved in the uh, the Pelicans trade so he could be in New Orleans. That would that would have been sick. But I feel like well, I'm pretty sure LeBron wanted Kuz in uh, L.A. I feel like he likes Kuzma. I I feel like LeBron had a, I feel like LeBron had a heavy hand in who went to New Orleans and who didn't. Oh yeah, LeBron orchestrated that trade. Yeah. Oh yeah. I hope the Pelicans make a run. 
Pelicans making a run would be fun. And I know next year, as long as Zion stays healthy next year, they're going to be something. They're going to be a force. It'd be cool if they were the eight seed and they played the Lakers in the first round of the playoffs. They'd get stomped, oh. but, it'd be, but it'd be cool. I don't know. The Pelicans, now that Zion's playing and Drew's playing well and uh, Lonzo's starting to get his footing down, I think I think the Pelicans will do well. So if, if they do end up making the playoffs, I think they'll put up a fight. They don't, they're not going to win a round, but they'll no, put up yeah. a fight. They'll probably win a, win a game or two. They'll probably fare better than the Wolves did when they were the eight seed. Hey, at least the Wolves won a game against the Rockets that's, that year. That's true. And they won at home, so that was cool. I think... Uh, they, did, they did win at home. I think... The, the Wolves need to do something today. They, they need to do something to satisfy their fans and satisfy Cat. But because I'm a Wolves fan, I'm not expecting anything. I and, honestly hope nothing happens for the Celtics. Do you know you want they, Drummond? Not really, unless they can get Drummond for basically free because he's expiring next year. And granted, it's a I think it's restricted, but that means he'll he'll get like thirty mil a year, which I don't know if Danny Ainge will pay that. But the the rumor for Clint Capella trade was they were going to trade, I believe it was Poirier, Langford, and one of Cantor or Tice, and I would have done that in an instant, rather mm-hmm. Cantor than Tice. Yeah, dude, I. I mean, the Rockets gave up Capella for basically nothing anyway. Right. <laughs> like they got they also traded a they also traded a first round pick for, like away with him. Like I don't and yep. that trade didn't really make sense. I know they needed to they desperately wanted Covington for some strange reason. Like he's really good. Like he's good on defense, but I don't know why they, they didn't time. they didn't have a good wing defender, and that's basically all Covington does. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't understand the need to get rid of Clint Capella. <laughs> like I know he's, ex- his he's expiring. He, he's no, no, he's not. He's got two more years. I think. Oh, I thought he was expiring. No, he's, he's expensive for, for the Rockets who are trying to get out of the tax. Gotcha. You know who else is, is expensive and is expected to be de- dealt today by their fans. Who? Andrew Wiggins. Andrew oh. Wiggins needs to go. Well, yeah. As of two days ago, Andrew Wiggins was on the golden state warriors. Yeah, golden. He was. It was going to be a, a swap. The uh, Wiggins for D'Lo and a pick. Yep. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Check back in right before we we sign off to see if anything breaking has happened. But we already broke one story, so why not uh, break yes. another one? You know. I mean, so far we've had two breaking breaking uh, news. I mean, they're not great, but nothing major. Nothing major, but. Interesting that we got. Well, I mean, we got to give our our feedback on it, which is which is pretty cool. I, I mean, I enjoy that. I see Aaron Gordon's name flying around. Uh, the Wolves were attached to him last week. I don't know if he'll uh, he'll land in Minnesota, but if they're going after Gordon, that means they're probably not going to go after D'Lo because they would probably include Wiggins in the deal with uh, Orlando. Speaking of Orlando, you know who I really. I'm I'm excited that he's playing well. Markel Fultz. Yep. I'm I'm excited that Markel Fultz is actually playing basketball. Yep. Last night um I was watching warm-ups and Markel Fultz was just taking draining three after three. It was cool. It was cool to watch because as of last year, he was nothing. He was I felt bad a, for him. Everybody fucking shit uh, out of him. So did I. So did I. I've always been on team Markel, even when like the because the Celtics had the number one pick and the, it was thought that he was gonna go first. So I was like all up on I was on the hype train for Markel. And then when they traded and got Tatum, thank God they got Tatum. Um I was still on Markel's side of the whole thing. And then when he got shut down with the shoulder injury and 
I felt bad and then everyone was shitting on him. And now that he's thriving in Orlando, and like I said, a small market, like I think that's what would happen with Kuz. If Kuz went to a small market like Markel did, I think he'd thrive because he'd be out of the spotlight. Yep. Mm. And Zion, Zion's so good. I just saw some, saw one of his uh, stats. Rockets working to fill open roster spots, aka their center spot. That's what they're. That's what's being tweeted out right now. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Tristan Thompson lands in in Houston. They're saying Christian Wood right now. Okay. Which I feel like he doesn't play any. He's a two-way player, isn't he, Christian Wood? Yeah. Oh, uh, he was. I don't know if he still is this year. He was last year. Where is he? Christian Wood, I believe, Washington. His nickname last year was the Giannis of the G League. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if that's still a thing. Memphis just cost themselves $40 million in cap space this summer to acquire just Justice Winslow. So they're they're banking on Justice Winslow playing a, a, a role. Which he, he should. I like yeah. Justice Winslow. Christian Woods on like the distance. If he's healthy, he's he's really good. He's just rarely ever healthy. I, I don't even know if he's healthy right now. Winslow? Yeah. Uh I feel like, I feel like he's not I feel like he's always hurt. Yeah. We'll, we'll give it like 10 more minutes to see if we get any more breaking news. We'll, uh, we'll call, it a, call it an episode. Did you, did you see the Chiefs, uh, Chiefs parade yesterday? Yeah, uh, well, I saw that it started with a, a car chase and a car accident. Yeah, I want to know what the fuck that was. It was, a, it was a police chase. I don't know what happened. I want to know what that was. I only saw the quick video of it. I didn't see a story about it. Or no, anything. I know, right? I looked for it. And I couldn't find anything about it. But uh, Mahomes and Kelsey were fun. Kelsey's speech yep. was hilarious. I actually didn't see Kelsey's speech, but I saw a lot of people tweeting about it, so I'll go watch it. Yeah, Kelsey's speech was really good. And then did you see they uh, popped up at the Post Malone show? No. Yeah, there was a post. Uh, Posty was wearing a, a Chiefs jersey, a Mahomes jersey, and uh, <clears throat> Kelsey and uh, Mahomes showed up before the set and got a big round of applause. And then there's video of Mahomes dancing to "Congratulations," and <laughs> he looked he looks so funny. I'm happy for the Chiefs. They, but did you see that they, the Chiefs, the, the Chiefs Twitter account posted like sea of red, and there was like nobody there. Oh, it looked so bad. It, it looked like, so empty. It was so bad. Hold on, I'm tagging you in the Patrick Mahomes dancing to congratulations. Just because it's really funny the the way he stu- like when he when the camera first pans over to him, the, his dance is just ridiculous. And I think the fact that he's dancing to Post Malone is just even more funny. Yeah. You don't see Kelsey in that video, but they walk up together before the set starts. <laughs> the way his head moves is the, the head, the head, the head bob is, is so funny. Oh, man. Good for him. He's probably shit phased out of his mind. He's been drinking oh since God. like 8 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, although I was really impressed with the one-handed catch that he had. The one-handed the one handed beer catch that he chugged it and then yeah. just slammed yep. the beer on the ground. Yep. Did you see him feeding Kelsey the beer from the top of the bus? No. And oh, so there's this one, he's on top of the bus and he's pouring a beer off the end and Kelsey's just standing underneath it, spinning in circles, trying to catch it in his mouth. <laughs> I also saw him throw a deep bomb to a fan. A bomb? Like, just standing on top of a bus, he threw it like 70 yards. <laughs> um, oh, I just saw, just saw a commercial for the XFL. Oh, boy. Oh. Oh man, real quick. I am so excited for the XFL. So I'm so pumped. I hope I'm, it's good. I, me too, dude. I, I really, really hope that it catches on. Um, 
I'm I'm gonna watch the opening weekend. Like I'm just so excited. Saturday to watch it. Saturday at two, Seattle versus Washington. Hold on, yep, I'm rewinding this... the commercial so I could so I could uh, narrate it. The Seattle <laughs> Dragons versus the Wash the DC Defenders. DC Defenders. Hold on, let's see the rules. Double forward pass and a shootout style OT. Dude, no. These... All right, I read into it. The OT is insane. Both offenses and defenses are on the field at the same exact time. Yep. Yep. It's a shootout, like hockey. Yeah. No, like, yep. like, so they're on each end. And I think they start on like 20 or 25 yard line. And both teams are on the field at the same time. And like, you score a point, or you score a touchdown, it's like two points. And if you score, or if you kick a field goal, it's one point. It's so weird, but it's so crazy. Yeah. And I hope one game goes into OT so I can see it happen. Yep. Dude, it just sounds it's bonkers, dude. It's a- bonkers it's a faster pace so there's shorter play clock and fewer timeouts which is going to be like so sick and there's going to be mic'd players and coaches and fans being able to like get closer to the game and stuff so dude it's i wanted to go to opening day uh in new york i wanted to go to the guardians but maybe maybe we could find a a weekend to go down before we i get too busy with uh baseball season oh yeah that'd be sick new New york guardians all the way yeah let's go guardians hashtag on duty is their hashtag hashtag on duty i like it because their um, like their intro package was a bunch of gargoyles, so the like they're like the defenders watch they're like watching over the city and stuff like that. Their intro package is actually pretty fucking dope, and they're on duty. So, go Guardians! Nice. And you got stupid go names Guardians. like like the Tampa Bay Vipers, which just sounds like a creative team in Madden. Yep. But uh, what was Seattle's not, name? The Dragons, Dragons, which also sounds like a creative team in Madden. Yeah. Sounds yep. like a team I would make when I was eight years old. Shut up, By Alexa. Way, you can now ask <laughs> Alexa, stop. Without having to... <laughs> Yikes, dude. My watch does that now because I'm don't. I'm not. I'm still not used to it, so I'll be like talking and then my watch will be like, sorry, I didn't get that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, yeah. All right. Let's check in one more time with the trade deadline. See if we got any more breaking news. No. No, no breaking news. <laughs> so on, Let's see. Did you see the Knicks are hiring uh, a new president? Yes, I did see that. They're hiring Leon Rose, who's an agent. So he, uh, his his clients are Joel Embiid, Devin Booker, and Chris Paul, among others. So I wouldn't be surprised following... to see Chris Paul go to the, the Knicks. Nah, I wouldn't either, but he's, he's doing well in OKC, so it is what it is. But he uh, ranked number two among basketball agents. Hmm. Dude, speaking of Chris Paul real quick, though, when he got traded and he made a fuss that he didn't want to play for OKC, you know what he did? He played for OKC. He balled out, dude. He's doing so well at OKC, and I'm really, really happy for him. Yeah, that's, that's no, what I, that's what players I, should do. I feel I, I'm not a huge Chris Paul fan, but I'm 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 happy for him too. No, exactly. Like I'm not a big Chris Paul fan either, but I liked him when he was on the the Hornets. I really liked him when he was like younger. But um, I players are are too. Immature about where the, where they want to play nowadays. But like I I get what they're doing about how like they want the power and they shouldn't have to like the owners don't have all the power that kind of thing they want some of the power because they're the ones playing I get that but at the same time like you're getting paid to do this kind of stuff like just play and like keep talking and saying you want to trade while keep playing and showing that you're still you're valuable yeah yeah exactly like Andre Iguodala who knows if he's even going to be good like they're talking up this trade that it's, that it's a massive trade. He's he's what 36, 36, 35, 36 years old. He's going to retire in two years. All, yeah, hasn't hasn't played all year. I mean, who knows if he's even going to be good? So I mean, like, 
you got to show you got to show your worth on the court. Yeah, that's yeah. my opinion. But I, I get I get what they're saying. But at the same time, play. Uh, where do you think Darren Collison winds up when he comes back from being a uh, Jehovah's Witness? Uh, the the rumor was the Lakers. I, I he go. I'm thinking he goes to a contender. Yeah, no, he's not going to come out of retirement <laughs> to go play for Minnesota. I'm sorry. I don't want him, but I do. We need, do need a ball handler. Exactly. <laughs> if the, uh, last last thing on the Wolves is the Wolves need a point guard, and they go get a point guard. I would like it to be Delo, but if Delo is not an option, I would like it to be Aaron Holiday. That's that's my final point. Right, Aaron real Holiday. quick, this is what. Let's end this. Let's end with this. Let's because the draft for the All Star games tonight. Mm-hmm. Who do you think? Who do you think is going to get picked overall? Uh, number one overall. I think LeBron has the first pick. Uh, AD. Okay, so you, AD and LeBron. That makes sense. Who goes? And who then, does Giannis pick first? Luca. Uh, Luca. Luca would be awesome. Luca and Giannis would be sick. I hope. I hope that's what happens. So the draft um, tonight at seven. Or I could see it being the other way around that LeBron picks Luca and Giannis picks AD. Either way, I think those two are going one and two. Yeah, I can see it. The East All Stars are probably going to go last. <laughs> Yeah, oh yeah. Kemba might be in the middle. I feel like Kemba would go first from the East, probably. Just because he's a point guard. Who else is on the East? I know, is Middleton a starter? No. Um, Siakam, Embiid, Kemba, and Trey Young. Yeah, I feel like I feel like most of the West will get picked before most of the East. Yep. Yeah, Kawhi, Kawhi's going to go third. Fourth will probably be Harden. I, I could see Siakam going high, though. Maybe. I mean, yeah, maybe. I, I, I hope it's fun. And then the reserves the reserves are cool, too. I think Jimmy Butler will get picked pretty high. Um, I don't know who on the, on the West will get picked first out of the West reserves. But uh, well, it's going to be fun. I, this will be the first draft that I'm able to watch live. It's uh, the first one that they're doing live. No, they did last year's live. Did they? I thought. Oh, you're right. You're right. They did televise it. Yep. Um, Shaq couldn't, couldn't spell Giannis or yep. couldn't pronounce Giannis's name. Yep, that's right. Um, travesty that Devin Booker didn't make the All Star team. What do you get? Travesty, hard, hardcore, uh, hardcore travesty. Yep. Well, all right. One last check on the NBA trade deadline, and nothing. So that's gonna wrap up this week's episode of Bros Talking. Uh, let us know what you think of all the big trades that happen throughout the rest of the day. Hit us up on Twitter at Bros underscore Talking, uh, or shoot us an email. But you know, Twitter would probably be better for for breaking news and stuff like that. Uh, if you dig the show, let us know. Uh, tell your friends. Share, subscribe. Share and subscribe. You know, just help us grow. Uh, Nick, if people wanted to talk to you about uh, all the ins and outs of the trade world and basketball, where would they find you? Uh, I would be on the Twitter machine at n i c k a zero two three. Nick a zero two three at Twitter. And you can find me at Amazing Asthmatic. Not going to spell it. Going to throw it in the show notes. Uh, also, remember to hashtag Let Pete in and get that trending worldwide let's see if we can make a difference in the uh mlb if you don't hall of fame if you don't believe pete rose belongs in the hall of fame you're wrong if you don't believe pete rose belongs in the hall of fame don't listen to our show you're wrong except listen to our show share it with everybody you know and give us some feedback 
Agreed. Next week's right. show will be a banger, banger also. Yeah, I mean, this show, I mean, come on, we put out fire after fire. Come on, guys. Why, why wouldn't you want to listen to us? Beyond me, right. why people wouldn't want to listen. All right. Well, uh, see you. See you. Bye. Later. This is a bros talking breaking news moment. What's up, guys? Welcome back. We just recorded an episode. This is going to the very tail end of the episode because as soon as we got off the air and I got in the shower, fucking D'Angelo Russell was just traded to the Minnesota Timberwolves. Congratulations. Dude, I literally just stood in my room with my fucking fist in the air because I was so <laughs> fucking happy. And the Timberwolves kept the 2020 pick, which is what I was talking about that I didn't think it was worth trading for D'Lo. They traded the 2021 pick, protected up to number three. So if they get a top three pick next year, it's still theirs, right? That's how that works. Right. Yep. And uh, becomes well, yeah, and becomes a 2022 unprotected pick for D'Angelo and, uh, Russell. And a, Whole, and a 2022 second rounder. Oh my god, dude! I'm so happy. Yeah, I'm so sick. happy. That's really sick. Oh my god! Like I, I was, I was in the shower when you texted me, so I didn't have my phone on me or my watch on me. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, dude! It happened. It happened. It happened after so I this said is, this is definitely a trade for the future, right? Because right now the team losing thirteen in a row and kind of just being out of it. This is a trade for the future, right? To make Cat happy, to get the team chemistry up, and then possibly pick up someone, draft someone pretty high, and then hopefully pick up someone with cap room. Yeah, absolutely. It, it is one hundred percent a trade for the uh... because Wiggins's contract was a little nuts. Real quick, shout out to Andrew Wiggins. Uh, I really hope he grows into something special. And he looked like he definitely made progress this year, and maybe a change of scenery will help him. And maybe Steve Kerr can help him get a shot down uh, consistently, and he can just become a slasher because that's really what he's going to be is someone that just drives to the hoop a lot. Shout out to Andrew Wiggins. I hope he does really well in Golden State. I have no remorse for Andrew Wiggins. I know a lot of Timberwolves fans hate Andrew Wiggins. They think he's a bust, but I really think he can become a really good score, consistent score under a different scene, like a, under a different team. So shout out to Andrew Wiggins. Thankful for everything he did for the Timberwolves, but bring on the next fucking era, dude. Let's go. Bring on D'Lo. Let Cat stay. Oh, my God. I just read a tweet that said, uh, the Warriors traded Kevin Durant for Andrew Wiggins in two picks. Yep. That's basically true. Um. Also, uh, Squidward is now Devin Booker looking at Towns and Cat playing through the bar. <laughs> oh man, I dude, bring on, bring on D Book. We gotta trade all of our picks for D Book. Fucking <laughs> do it, dude. That'd be the worst team on defense, but it'd be such a fun team to watch. <laughs> Holy They'd shit, dude! Stuck in the cold in Minnesota. Holy shit, man. And as soon as we fucking get off, too. God damn, dude. I would have loved to have break, broken that while we were still recording, but this oh. works, too. Uh, fuck. I'm so happy. Did not think it was going to happen. I'm going to buy a D-Lo jersey now. I got to. I, yeah. I, I wanted him since last offseason. I wanted him since before yep. last offseason. Yep, I remember. I remember dude, the clamoring. He ain't even stretched, though, bro. 
God damn, I'm so Back happy. to my earlier point about the Warriors next year, though. Andrew Wiggins is going to fit in nicely now because now he can play Thompson, Curry, Wiggins, exactly, and dude. Draymond. Exactly. You know what I'm hoping for? I'm hoping the Wolves, they got rid of some money. They can sign a, a decent free agent. This I don't know what the free agent class looks like this offseason. It's, 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 it's weird. It's like Andre Drummond, um, DeMar DeRozan, possibly Gordon Hayward if he opts out. So, dude, like, give me Hayward. It's, it's weird. Like, give me Hayward, give, give me DeRozan. Give me one of those two. <laughs> I don't think that's happening. No, but... give, me, give me someone good on the Timberwolves and let it be the Timberwolves be a four seed and the Warriors be a five seed or vice versa and let them fucking battle it out in the playoffs next year. Oh, man. You never this... know. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe Devin Booker is traded somehow. They get booked together. All you, have to, all you have to do is ask politely like Paul George did. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Booker goes goes up to uh, Suns organ, Suns owner, and just says, "Hey, uh, I'd like to be traded to Minnesota, please, please, and thank you." Yeah, please and thank you. Just oh, give me. He, Minnesota. he asked nicely. He asked nicely. We got to do it, dude. I think this is this is a win for the Timberwolves fans because they needed something to happen. We needed something to happen bad. Like we needed this. We needed a win today, and we we fucking got it. And hopefully, Cat's a little happier now. Oh man, I I hope so because he and D'Lo are really close. Yep. So I hope I hope that makes Towns happy. Um. Oh man. All right. What a what it's what a turn of events. What a time to be alive, dude. Warriors also will send Jacob Evans and Omari Spellman to the Timberwolves. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Should be celebrating Omari Spellman. Omari Spellman. Uh, we kept the 2020 pick, which is super surprising. I know the the Warriors were pushing for the 2021 unprotected pick um, because they think next year's draft class is going to be better than this year's draft class. But I was really thinking that they were going to also include the 2020 pick. But the fact that it is a 2021 protected up to number three is is pretty big. Yeah, I think I, I think know, the lotter the lottery nowadays. You never know. Like the Pelicans had like a one percent chance to get number one last year, so. They were projected like eleven, I think. So it's, you never know. Yeah, I mean, the lottery. I think if if <clears throat> if it turns out and the Wolves either make the, make the playoffs or come super close to making the playoffs next year, I think this is a steal for them. Oh, absolutely. I think, but we also said that about the Jimmy Butler trade when yeah. they got Coach uh, Rocco and uh, Sarge, and now both those players are gone. Gone. Uh, would be sick if they still had Zach Levine and 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 D'Lo was there, but what are you gonna do? Yep, what are you gonna do? Now you got D'Lo. Be happy with that. I'm so happy, dude. I'm. I don't I'm know if D'Lo's gonna be too happy. He wanted to uh, when he wanted when he was gonna test free agency. He wanted to go somewhere warm because he doesn't like the cold. Well, he could suck it up and play with his best friend. <laughs> there you go. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so that was uh, that was a quick little. Uh, Quick little tangent on D'Lo signing with the uh, the Timber getting traded to the Timberwolves. Uh, I'll probably put this at the end of the episode as like a breaking news. Maybe I'll find a little jingle to put in. I'll record one. I'll record one go. real quick and just just put it in there. Um, but hell yeah! Uh, thanks for listening this week. Shout out to uh, to Rosas for for coming through for the Timberwolves. Shout out to D'Lo. Let's uh, let's go win a championship in 2022. How about that sound? Hopefully they win a game. Yeah, that'd be, it, it'd be cool if they win their first game with D'Lo. Um, yep. But we'll see. We'll see if they can actually, you know, 
put together a decent team next year. They're going to be fun to watch. That's all that matters. Absolutely. And that's they're it's going to bring people back to the back to the target center, which I think has been a problem this year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, that's it for bros talking. Uh, we'll catch you guys next week. See you.